Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. Today, it's just us. Like, we've had this streak of guests and it's been fun, but we really prefer the whole just we start and see where it goes stream of BS that tends to flow out of our amazing brains. So, like I said, it's just us. Um, (laughs) Yeah. For me, anyway, like, it's my amazing brain of long corridors filled with crazy bullshit. Like, like my just, head is a scary place, and I know that. It's like spaghetti. That's why, have you seen yes. that? Have you ever seen that where it's like women's heads, like women's brains are spaghetti and men's are waffles? Uh, have no, I have thing? not, actually. Karen, I'm sure Karen has, because she's also been lucky enough to have to sit through, like, crap programs about communication and stuff like that. And that's what I this was. Like my brain is, like, mashed potatoes. I don't know. <laughs> that's what happens all mushed together. We've had two days for getting kid- toddlers, preschoolers ready for picture day, and I'm seriously, like, ready to just lose it. <laughs> I swear, like, toddlerness is just training you for being able to let them go. My five-year-old was giving me two choices this morning. I could get her apple juice or I could have my butt spanked. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's funny that I could say something inappropriate, but I stopped (laughs) myself. And I was trying to get her to drink milk or orange juice so she would have some calcium, but no, those were her two choices. That's (laughs) for me. Those were your two choices. (laughs) Those were your two choices. Yeah. Congratulations, mom. You have two choices. That's. My favorite thing right now is Colton has this thing where, because I have his stuff suctioned to his tray, like the suction cup plates and the suction cup bowls. And uh, life is great until he figures out that all he has to do is like push the plate to the end of the high chair and it pops up. And so then you have to like speed race, grab it. No. And then he gets mad because you didn't let him like spew cottage cheese everywhere all over the house. The struggle never ends. I'm struggling. I need my 14 year old son to get his hair cut. Oh, just do it while he's watching Teletubbies and eating um, num nums. That's what I did. But for goodness sakes, don't say he looks like he's Amish. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Talk about being bummed. Yeah. Which leads us into this week's conversation. Oh, um, and we didn't even plan that. It I just know. Right? <laughs> you would think we were professional podcasters or something. But so this week's title or this week's podcast is titled Diagnosis Butthurt. Um, also could be subtitled Quit Your Bitchin' or Belly Aching if you're unable to say a term like bitchin', which some people struggle with. Obviously. And we probably just offended um, people who can't say that. So, Right? That's what, just let it out. Go travel to your nearest wide open field where no one can hear you and scream a string of curse words and you will feel better. Uh, you will. Even well, we if we're not alone because we had a compliment. That somebody told us that, you know, we made his day when we talked about teen mom and porn on one of our right? podcasts. That was from like three weeks ago when I mentioned that I would rather have Carl assume I was watching porn than watching Teen Mom 2 because of the low standard of television that it is. So, but. We know some of you are our people, even if you don't like to admit it in public and we're okay. Exactly. That's why even if you're questioning as to whether or not you should listen to this with children under the age of 13, the answer is probably no. But I don't know. Our kids seem fine so far. Anyway, mine's only 15 months, so I guess the jury's out on that one. But so, yeah, diagnosis butthurt, which is like this new 
It's not new because obviously people have been pussies for quite some time. Can you say that? Is that that's offending to people too? That's but what I, I figured out. Like in my family, I'm like, well, don't be a pussy. It, it's okay. That's just it. Like in my family, growing up, that was a very common. Um, that was a very common quote from either my mother or my father. You know, don't be a puss. Like, and I never realized until I was older that of you know, like a whole subgroup of people were offended by it. So I try to remember to say, "Don't be a wimp," but that just doesn't have the same. And I say wuss. Factor. Don't be a wuss. You say wuss. That works too. I just tell my kids yeah, I'll say their wuss. balls out of their purse. You do do I that. Do, I do that. And Does that your fourteen year old have a purse? Well. Sometimes he so you have a fanny pack. He might. He needs to. I mean, you should get him one of those beer drinker fanny yeah, packs. Yeah, I'm like, dude, just have you seen yeah, those? get your beer, get your, get your, beer. Get your balls out of your purse. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Man up. If you get your beer out too, you'll and feel that's better. probably that's, yeah. That some was, women are probably offended by me saying "man up," but I mean, I don't, God, do we have to be offended by everything? And Chris says I'm easily offended, so oh, sometimes I am, but. God, everything doesn't have to be offensive. I think it depends on who it is. You yeah. Know, if somebody like Sean Harmon says something offensive to me, I'm just going to be like, go f*** yourself, Exactly. Right. But if somebody I don't know at all says it, then I'll be like, wow, aren't you kind of cranky? You know? Yes. But- yeah. Yeah, that's just it. Like, that's what, there's a whole level of context that has to go along with how you get offended. Most of the time for me, I don't get offended offended per se but i'm like oh hold up let me tell you how you are but but yeah i'm like okay now gloves are off now it's time for me to give you this whole stream of freaking conscious teach you a lesson yeah like that's what i'm not speaking out of my ass entirely sometimes i am but most of the time i am not and i'm more than willing to step in and have a decent i like a good debate and i don't get offended you know, I, I mentioned that like two, three weeks ago where I have a English degree. And so we did like literary analysis classes where you would read 25 people would read the same book and have 25 different opinions on what it meant. And everyone was cool. We we're like, oh, yeah. You know, no one was like, that's stupid. This is the what John Steinbeck meant because no one knew, you know, and so life, I just kind of go with the flow. Because the rest of us were sitting in class going, oh, my God, is this class freaking over yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I always loved it. But I think that's like partly because of the pot. I don't know. But so, yeah, going back to the Amish thing and and being butthurt, you know, I, I posted a picture of Colton's haircut like two, three weeks ago. And and um, it was the first time I've ever cut his hair. And like I couldn't cut Barbie doll hair just so we're straight. I suck at that sort of stuff. Like I have no ability to cut Barbie doll hair. It just doesn't look good. True. It's just all sparks and stuff when you're done. And that's what I mean. I am the only person in the world that's probably really screwed my bangs up so bad that I've had to, like, go in. I just, I cannot. My sister can cut hair, like, with no formal training. I cannot. And, you know, and and to put it into context, like, Carl's ex-wife is a cosmetologist. Both of his girls have gone to cosmetology school. So they have, like, a general understanding. And his daughter, Becca, did um cut Colton's hair the first time around and it was just this traumatic experience and I'm like I'm just gonna try and so like I've been watching YouTube videos for like the last three months (laughs) to figure out okay how do I do this and not screw it up because have you ever seen an Amish kid haircut 
Yeah. Like their bangs are cut. Like, yeah. And so I was like. The funny part is, right after you did that, there were like four Amish guys in a police lineup in my timeline. And I was like, hmm. See, did it make sense then when I said he doesn't look Amish? The bangs God. looked exactly the same. Yeah. 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 It's just so, you know. And so the next day, someone comes out and says, I know you're apologetic, but you owe the Amish one. Why? I loved your response, though. I loved your response. <laughs> It was a very subtle f*** you, buddy. <laughs> it just did. I mean, that's why. So should I tweet it or should I email it or should I just send a passenger pigeon to Jebediah? Like, they don't care. Like, they're the for one, even if they do have smartphones, which that was like someone was like, well, they have smartphones. You know, they can follow you on Twitter. Okay. You know, I don't really think they're going to be offended at all. God, Yoder, do you think I have a bad haircut? They're just going to put a curse on you. A little Angie Voodoo doll. <laughs> you know, like, really, when it comes down to it, if you want to pick on my hair, go ahead. Yeah. You know, like, my mom cut it when I was in kindergarten, and I had bangs halfway back to the middle of oh my, my head. Oh, my God, my they, middle child did that. We won't even go there. That's right? They started at my ears <laughs> and went forward. <laughs> You know, like, so go ahead and pick on them all you want. But I'm pretty sure the Amish don't give two shits what Goddess of Grain on the Twitter says. Did you see what the, you know, maybe they'll call church on Saturday and they all get together and. and maybe they would have given you a thumbs up. Yeah, kid looks good. That's just it. Yeah, I think he looks kind of Amish. Don't you, Jeremiah? I don't know, Joseph. What the hell? You know, so like, that's the funniest thing to me is a lot of times before I'll tweet something, I do think, could this be taken the wrong way? Because the last thing I want, because I do have kind of a crude, um, you guys may have noticed, I don't know, I try to hide it, but I do have a crude sense of humor um, and a vulgar streak, you could say. You know, so there are times where I'm like, okay, I have over 12,000 people. There's a whole lot of people that come from a whole lot of different worlds. You know what I mean? So I try not to to offend a whole boatload of them. I totally thought I was safe with the Amish since they're Amish. Right. <laughs> but, you know, so there's just so many things. And I don't know, have you guys run into that before? You tweeted something and next thing you know, you're a feminist on the rage path or something stupid like that. That's also something that we've dealt with on Twitter this week. But... You know what? Have you I mean, experienced that? That just cracks me up. I mean, who would call us feminists on a on a what oh, on a power trip? <laughs> on a power you trip. have obviously never listened to us. I mean, one of our first podcasts was we don't need to be recognized as women in ag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, it was we're we're just in ag. Yeah, we're just here. Now, um, all right, I will confess, I'm sitting here with my little vagina hat on my head trying to do this podcast. <laughs> Did you borrow it from Steve? Did you borrow it from Steve? Because <laughs> Steve Pitsick loves his vagina hat. That's why, you know, he is, he knit it himself, I'm pretty sure. So, which Steve would never, will know if he ever listens to our podcast, which I highly doubt because he's like the biggest egg celebrity we know. Um, Super Primer. Super Farmer Steve Pitsick. Um, but no, yeah, right? Like, I'm... The thing is, though, you know, speaking about, like, feminism and stuff like that and how some people really freak out when you say that, I do consider myself, in a way, a feminist. I ha I, I did minor in well, uh, women's female. studies. I am female, and I don't think there's anything there wrong isn't. with women feeling like they're equal. 
in this world. I would describe myself as a Karenist. Yeah, that's I'm an Angieist. I love me, but I also love uh, like, and it's weird for me to say that because out of context, I also love other women. You know, see, that's my big problem. You have an English degree and you were in women's studies, and right, and that's what. But no, no, I've never. I am. Uh, I'm. That's not one thing a fan you didn't try in college. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing I did not. Uh, but you know what I mean. Like I am. I'm all about empowering other women. If we my position, clarify allows, that we are sober. <laughs> yeah, we are. Wait, we are. Most of us. I anyway. mean, yeah, we are. I don't know. We are. You're right. We are. Do edibles count? No, right, I'm kidding. Yeah. But you know, like to me, I have no problem with empowering. Um, other women, if if my position allows another woman to feel like she can speak up for herself, then f- yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you go for yourself. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Like, I still cook dinner every night, you know, like, begrudgingly. And you know what well, I mean? Like, keep the house part clean. Part of that is just roles. You know, just whether, whether or not whoever, I mean, somebody has to cook dinner and somebody has to do the laundry. Now, quite honestly, in this house, everyone does their own laundry because I'm over it. But. Right. I'm done looking at your skimmings. But, um, <laughs> you know, most of the time supper comes down to me. It's not my favorite job. But, you know, every now and then I look at Chris and say, I'm done. You can cook supper. Or my 14-year-old son. He'll be like, what's for supper? I'm like, whatever you're cooking. Right. And that's right. So I, I don't. I will give my husband credit. He's never asked me what's for supper. Nice. He, asked me on, he will text me on the way home if, if, I, if he needs to pick up food. But. <gasps> Chad. Oh. Yeah, Chad. Wow. Redeeming qualities no coming out in the podcast because there's times when I drop subtle hits at Carl that I would like him to pick something up and they're over his head. I'm like, you know, I just don't feel like cooking tonight. Well, why don't you make something easy? (laughs) That's what it'll be. Well, we can just have something easy. I don't, I don't want to cook at all. Like just swing through premiere and pick up, you know, but of course we live in BFE, you know, where Sean's scared to move to because he likes Ankeny because he can have 24 hour fast food. And he's like, I can't move North. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Cause even like the Casey's shut down at 10 or whatever, but um, you know, yeah. And then and that's what, so like traditional gender roles, whatever it may be, I don't get offended. Well, it may not if, even be gender roles. It might just be personality. True. You know, true. Yeah, I am not the cleaner cook type person. <laughs> I cook. I don't I mean, try on occasion, but I don't know. I'm not a cook like Jen is or yeah, I'm just. Oh my God. Pumpkin bars. I know, what? Right? Do they make those in like, if they made them to where I, I could pick them loaf. up. Send me a meatloaf. I could send meatloaf. Bring me a meatloaf. Apple cookies. Come to my house and cook me a meatloaf. Oh yeah. Those apple cookies looked really good too. Those did um, looked amazing. And that's, you enjoy that stuff though, right yeah, Jen? I mean, like I you enjoy. Yeah. And that's my sister and my mom are bakers, cookers, you know, and, and I like to cook, kind of, not really. I, you know, like I, I tell myself I'm going to do Christmas cookies every year. And last year I did them and I made them from scratch. And guess what? That'll be the only time ever. Like they make sugar cookie things that I can pick up out of the roll and I can cut pieces off and put them in the, the oven and Colton and I can decorate them from now on because it was a pain in the ass to make a tiny, tiny bit of frosting. Like this recipe I had created enough frosting for like half of my cookies. And it was like, 
go out and cut down a cherry tree <laughs> and then dance around the cherry tree. Like it was so many steps. And I think it made the reason nothing. that I don't cook is I lived alone for so long and I freaking hate leftovers. So every oh, yeah, time I, I cook, I'm like, I have to eat this for like, you know, three or four times. Oh. And I'm just like, I can't do it. Yeah. So then I don't cook. I made enough lasagna the other day for like a hundred people. And I know that when I ask Carl what he wants for dinner tonight, he's going to be like, well, let's just have leftovers. And I'm going to be like, let's not and say we did. Because I also I hate, hate leftovers. leftovers. Like, I just, ugh. But and here, that's we have enough. two of us and two tiny little kids who, you know, barely eat grapes. You know, it's just yeah. like, I just can't, ugh. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I just don't, you know, so I don't mind it. And like I said, I mean, it's it's one of those things where... You know, you get a lot of people like the thing that I find most interesting is that you will offend men and women both if you're like, hey, I'm a feminist. But then you will offend other women and men if you're like, I don't believe in feminism. And you know what I mean? And it's like this thing now in the world. And maybe it's because we all have platforms with which we can stand on and like scream, say stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That it gives us the ability to be like, that offends me. Like. I am amazed at the things people are offended by nowadays. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm amazed. Like, you just go on Facebook and there's someone that's pissed off about something somewhere along the line. Like, the lady in the, what was the Hobby Lobby thing? And we're not going to get far into the whole racism aspect of it. A twig of cotton. Yeah. Um, Okay, lady. You're shopping. But then you think on on Twitter, how many different. People, have you seen who farm cotton and use it in their weddings? I mean, it's always on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, it's constantly a conversation. And it's it's something that's grown by multiple farmers, you know, of all races. You so, know what I mean? And To be completely I, offensive. Yeah. You know, if they're offended by cotton, do they really hate John Deere because they have cotton pickers? Right. Or Aaron said that. Aaron from Oklahoma. Um, Yeah, there was a whole post um, on Facebook about it. Yeah, he said, though, that the Aztecs used to have slaves and grow corn. And he's like, I'm so woke now. Like, it was just cracking (laughs) me up because of that. You know what I mean? Like, that's... and. I like I said, we're I don't want to get into the the racial aspect of it because we agreed prior to this that we're a bunch of white chicks and we really can't, you know, we really can't, can't assert. Really. Yeah, well, we don't know. To at um, this point. I mean, because we are white chicks, we can't. True. I mean, yeah. I told I tweeted the other day that I'm a white chick from the north who grew up in a town that seceded from the Union. I, I don't know what offends me anymore. I'm confused. Yeah, you drive the or like, Lee too, don't you, Jen? Yeah, I do. But no, like, yeah. I I never knew Wisconsin fought for the South. They seceded from the Union. Did you know that? I didn't I know didn't that. Know Carl that. told me that. I don't know the, like, rules of it or whatever. Like, he told me, so ask him. Or the other Wisconsin. I know I want to secede from is Chicago. Yeah, there you go. Right? That's but I, I like I Chicago mean, in the wintertime. We could go. Like, uh, yeah, but like it doesn't need to be part of my tax paying dollars true like the other day i was thinking well i have german heritage but i wasn't in germany during world war ii and my paternal grandfather fought for the fought for the allies was in the u.s air force i I don't know am i offended by i don't know what i'm supposed to be offended by anymore i can't keep score yeah 
That's I my struggle right now. Handle the college students who get upset by Trump speeches and have to have therapy dogs and safe places and have to skip school. That offends what me. the f- is wrong with you, and why you did your parents exactly. not kick you in the ass? Ninety-five percent of them have figured out it's a way that they don't have to go to class, and that people can continue to baby them, and this, that, and the other thing. Which if I, I when I'm getting out of classwork, you know, I used to, you know, if it rained, I wouldn't go to class because you know I'd obviously. I was the same way. Who wants to walk? Yeah, who wants to walk across campus? Like, and come flip-flop? on, don't make yourself look like such a dipshit. Oh, I know <laughs> how you well, do it. The, the where yeah. was it? The somebody took chalk and wrote on the sidewalks "Trump 2016, vote Trump." And I mean, it was with chalk. People got offended, and people yeah. were offended. Yeah, they were scared. Yeah. They were scared. They yeah. needed a safe space. Here's your helmet. They felt yeah. their safety was at. Yeah, chalk is scary, oh, people. I, I mean, yeah, rain can wash it which, away. Which, frankly, they should be scared because if they were in front of me, I'd throat punch them. But anyway. <laughs> Be afraid for your safety because I'm going to punch you in the nose. And, you know, and that's, I mean, that's the thing that is shocking to me right now is we are raising a generation of, and I hate the term snowflakes because I feel it's so degrading to the, the part of the generation because there are, there are teenagers and there are young adults and there are millennials and there are generation X's and Y's and whatever the hell they are. You know, it's not a, you can't paint with a broad brush all of these people. And so I do feel sorry for the, the smaller groups of folks that aren't like that. Um, But yeah, this whole, yeah, this whole idea of of shutting down, like there was just a study release that, that people feel that if you're offended by someone's, um, what they're saying, you can physically shut down. You should be able to physically shut them down, shut down their speech or shut the, you know what I mean? So do you have this? uh, It's called walking out of the room. Ben Ben Shapiro at UC Berkeley. Is that what you're talking about? There was him, and then Sassy. Is it Sassy? Is oh, that how you say Sassy. Nebraska? Yeah. The, is yeah. it Sass? Just Sass? I don't know. It's, I don't I know what you're know. talking about. Yeah. And he's awesome. I enjoy following him on Twitter, and I'm not from Nebraska, so I'm sorry. I don't know how to correctly pronounce his name. I'm sure someone will correct us uh, when they listen, but he posted about it. There was a, a study that was just done, and there is a, a whole portion of, of the younger generation, you know, college age, that believe that you should be able to shut down someone who you disagree with. It's called walking out of the room. You can see Bro, something on the yeah. internet that you disagree with and not say a word about yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. And that's it is. It's an amazing superpower that not a lot of people have. And that's, you're not going to convince someone else of well, your way of thing. thinking. Let them do it. Don't give them any attention. And exactly. It kind of defeats their whole point. I mean, I just. It's like a kid throwing a fit. Like, the more that you try to make the kid throwing a fit not throw a fit, the more you're going to have them throw a fit. And that so that's why it amazes me sometimes, you know, the people that say that other people are easily offended that are offended because someone, you know, and are are you going to get anywhere? You know, Um, it's just like all of the negative ag stuff that is all over social media, PETA, humane society, whatever you want. Every time you share that and say, this is false, you're giving them airtime. Yeah. You're giving them attention. You, You are saying to everyone on your social media that follows you, Hey, look at this. I know it's false, yeah. but look at this. And people are watching yeah. that and other people are watching it and they're just getting all the views they want. 
And as opposed to you just putting out there, wow, um, we really know how to take care of confinement hogs instead of me whining that PETA is wrong about how I take care of my hogs and sharing this shitty ass post that isn't true. I'm going to say something positive. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think it's just airtime. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing to point out is that sometimes you can take something that is a negative, not really necessarily give it the time of day, but point out to someone else a positive, a positive. that comes from yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of something that social media, in my opinion, Facebook as a whole, like Facebook is ridiculous. And like, I don't know, All maybe. Facebook does is make you hate people that you grew up with. Exactly it really does. It is, it is. And every time I see something like that, I think, you know, how did we grow up in the same place and yet we ended up in such different mindsets? Yeah, we grew up together. And I mean, a lot of my friends, and I use the term loosely because I really don't. Like, I have you guys, you're my friends. Um, I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, when I go back home, it's not like I seek out any of these people that I went to high school with or whatever. You know, there are certain ones that I would love to see, but most of them aren't there anymore. They're, you know, like, I have a really good friend that is big and she's high ranking now as a drill instructor with the Marines. She kicks ass. She's also the biggest partier I've ever spent time. Like, she could drink me under the table eight days from, like, and so she's like the kind of person that's like, well, I was up last night until two o'clock drinking and partying. And I just ran a half a mile, a half a marathon this morning. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she's crazy, but she's awesome. But she's not who, I, you know what I mean? Like she still has a great mindset. We could get along and communicate with each other. The rest, you know, most everyone else. I'm I, I like, shouldn't say what? most. I'm glad to reconnect with a lot of my high school friends, but there's just a few that ruin it for the rest. Yeah, no. I think that's the, pity or family me, members sometimes. Me. You know, yeah. I can't catch a break. I'm so sad. Oh, you're so lucky. You own your own business. Or no. or there's the people who are like, life is so perfect. I'm like, I really? Because mine's not. And- <laughs> right? Yeah, my life is not perfect. My life's not perfect, but, you know, I'm not... You're not whining. It's not terrible. About what's, yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing, like, for me is the people that'll share things that they have no research from. Like, my my favorite one is the thing when you see the resurgence of, like, an old article. Like, every year in November, there is someone, like, anytime we have a storm in Michigan, like, you'll get the article that is reposted about the car that blew off the Mackinac Bridge. Like, we had a car that blew off the Mackinac Bridge, like, seven years ago. Really? And, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's happened like three times in its history or whatever, where the wind will blow really hard and like your little Ford Escort might get blown off. You just have to deal with it. Yeah, You'll probably die. It's okay. No, I think this person lived, but I don't know. But so people will like share it without looking and I'm like, this article's from 2010 or whatever it may be. Oh, wow. Huh. But they never take it down. And then like, you'll see all of these people get reworked up over the same crap. And it's like, just take a moment Use some critical thinking, read the date on the article, and move forward. But that's why, you know, it's, it's, I, I, yeah, there's a lot of times right now for me where I consider, like, 
completely just eradicating the Facebook thing. But I live long distance from my parents. It's the easiest way I can show them, you know, like I message them pictures of Colton and, and stuff like that. And like, that's the one thing I, I, I just am amazed at sometimes where people are like, my, my little Jimmy's a genius. He can say the ABCs. And it's like, congratulations. Yeah. You know, my kid like, still shits himself. So. Yeah, that's why mine doesn't. Of for the record, because they're be older. Be sure to but... tell me when you have to, you know, post bail for him when he's eighteen. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know, and maybe we're getting offended by things we shouldn't. You know, uh, I just I, I kind have, of crack I have up, a friend but... who says people generally post the good stuff, the highlight reel on like Facebook, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of cutting room floor posted on Facebook because that's real life. Yeah. Yeah, I have people that... Um, There's some people I wish they would just put the best part on Facebook. Man. <laughs> exactly. My favorite are the people that get started. They're like, please say lots of prayers for me. Um, Blah, blah, blah. And someone will say, okay, what's going on? I don't want to talk, talk about, about it. I can't talk about it right now. <laughs> Vague booking? Vague booking. <laughs> yes. Don't. Don't do that. Like, we find stop. that offensive. Yes, we are offended by vague booking. I can't. I just can't. And I mean, I'm not saying you have to share your intimate details of your herpes diagnosis, but still. <laughs> but why start it? Why but put it on Don't even hint at it either. That's just it. Like, that's it. There was a woman that one time that she was like, you know, please pray for my daughter. We're going through some really rough medical things, blah, 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 blah. And then never came back. Well, it, it it's because, and I'm in a mom's group with her. They, they never had anything happen. There was no rough medical things. There was a concern over a potential, you know, which I understand. Okay, ask for prayers. But at the same time, like, I just struggle with it because it's like all you're doing is is seeking some attention that, you know, maybe you don't. I don't know. Then again, I'm the person that like three weeks ago asked for like good vibes because I my sitter might have had conjunctivitis and I needed her to travel with me. <laughs> And but so that's but at least I was really, specific. yeah, I said it. I was like, please pray or like, please send good vibes that it's viral conjunctivitis and not the kind that you get when someone farts on your pillow. <laughs> like, that's the desire that I had because but nobody no had to wonder what was wrong. <laughs> that's what, and I'm not saying it because I need to know your intimate details, but I swear to God, sometimes people are amazing in their own ability to create drama. Oh. And they're offended by everything that happens to them in life. And it gives them, you know, a, another key well, to like. something out like that, though. But then no one responds. Then they get offended because no one responds. Exactly. Yeah. Because then no one loves them. We're not. And they should quit. They Facebook. might. They might not be praying and they don't want to know what's wrong with me. That's just. Maybe like, they're that's praying like, that you don't make it, Jen. Right. Probably. Right. I probably have a whole host of people doing that. God, ding dong, the witch is dead. Oh man! But no, please don't die, Jen. Yeah, yeah, please don't because we can't. There's not another person that we could bring in to this that would be as good at being off the rails as what we are. But no, and I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think social media has allowed us all to think we have a platform. And have you guys ever seen Easy A, the movie with, uh, oh God, Emma, what's her face? She, uh, it's long, it's from like the mid 2000s and she, it takes like, it plays off the Scarlet Letter. Oh, it's 
one of my favorite movies. And like, they, it was right when Facebook was just starting and the teacher was telling her how much he hated it. And he's like, Facebook has given you all a platform to say stupid, stupid junk. Like, Roman went today and got another Coke Zero. Like, what is that? And she's like, oh, that Roman, he's incorrigible. Like, it's just hilarious to me. Because, and you'll have to watch it, but it's just funny to me because it's so true because he's like, it gives you a platform to say things no one wants to hear. But then the crazy part is, is it allows us to see all of these morons grouped together in like this pitchfork, torch holding, angry, you know, everyone feeds off each other sort of stupid um, group of craziness. And I think that's why I don't. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what happens. I mean, you see one person pissed off and you're like, well, I didn't even know that was going on, but that pisses me off too. <laughs> now I'm now angry. Now I'm angry and offended. Everyone yeah, should be that's offended. A, I just don't have time. I mean, there's certain things that really genuinely does offend me. You mistreat children, you mistreat animals, you mistreat the elderly, you do. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that I think we can all agree as a human race are terrible and then there's things that I think we can all agree as a human race we need to chill the f*** out about. You yeah, know, like, like whether just... you call a farm wife a farmer or not. <laughs> People got really mad about that. Like, I was really men. amazed. Like, there was... Yeah, there were some really know. good there were a couple of women farmers that were pretty much knobs about it, too. Yeah, yeah, they were. I mean... To, towards other women, like those who chose to be moms, too. Yeah, like, oh, you can't yeah. be more than one thing in this life. Yeah, once you spit a kid out... You're done. You can no longer be seen as anything but anything but a mom, which is actually that's kind of a conversation that we want to have at a later date because it's really kind of true. I don't know. My life is entirely different as a mom than what it was prior to being a man. I don't know. It's weird. Nobody it's a weird adjustment. Me up at four in the morning yelling, I got snot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they probably did when you were in college, but it was different. It was shots. I got shots. And you're like, yeah, shots. 430 well, in the morning. I got Karen. You know. That was probably me. me yelling it. <laughs> right. That's why. We should have but, a podcast about how fun Karen actually used to be. I always say that, like, in, before, like, Michigan Angie, because I moved to Iowa and, of course, was pregnant, like, right away. And, like, Iowa Angie is totally different than what Michigan Angie was. Michigan Angie made a lot of questionable decisions quite often. She was fun. She was awesome. As long as her animals were taken care of, she was like, well, let's go to Chicago and have some parties. Um, we should have a one-up no, and I, see who is crazier, because I got some stories that could probably rival yours. Oh, Karen, you would probably win, because most of my stories I still can't tell, because they aren't... Uh, what's the what's that period called when you can no longer be uh, a criminal? <laughs> Oh, the statute of limitations statue. is not up. Yes, you're not up yet. Like people will be like, "So you did what? No, I didn't. That wasn't it. I didn't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids." Um, but you know, like, yeah, we so we had that conversation, and that was really interesting. And some people saw it as me or us, you know, women being offended um, by or wanting a title or something like that. And I guess I don't understand how someone who has the title can say that someone else shouldn't want a title. Does that make sense? Like, I was really kind of amazed by that, that someone who has the recognition as the farmer 
you know, is like, well, she's the farm wife. It should be a good enough thing. Why? Like why Jen, are there farm wives? But they're you're not the mechanic's wife. You're not. You're not. Yeah, you're not the dentist's wife. I know a lot of times doctors are like, "Oh, I'm a doctor's wife," but I think that's probably a haughty <laughs> thing. That's because they can wear like their Lularoe outfits right. from top to bottom. But and you know, the you're not. You know, I'm not a factory worker's wife, or I'm not the Casey's Donuts husband. Casey, I'm Donuts. the drug dealer's wife. Yeah, I'm the drug dealer's wife. I mean, where did the whole farm wife thing come from? Well, it's, I think there's this idea that's associated with what a farm wife is to a certain extent. I don't know. There's a hell of a lot more women on my Twitter feed that drive tractors and run combines and shit than I had ever been introduced to prior. You know, like there's some badass women out there that I think I'm a badass. No, no, I don't. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm. I would probably crash everything. Not that I wouldn't love to have the chance to like farm side by side with someone just because I think there's something cool and, and, you know, romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's Chris Campbell's words right there. He's like, it's romantic. Well, um, that brings me up. Someone else responded and, and it was a woman. And I guess I wasn't necessarily offended. Maybe a little. Her, she was. You were hot. I was hot. <laughs> she said right? her, um, her response was, um, and I don't know why it was to to this tweet, but it, her response was, "It's not a business; it's a lifestyle." Bullshit, baby. I'm here to make money. Yeah. I'm not lying. Yeah, uh, it's it's our lifestyle, but you better be making money too, because yeah. this isn't. I don't have you know. I don't have another job. I don't. This is how I feed my family. Uh, yeah, that kind. I kind of get it's, defensive. I, I don't know if there's a difference between defensive and offended. Well, there is, but you know, people say, oh, farming is a lifestyle. Yeah, it is. But by God, it's a business. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. Like that was someone. Yeah. Yeah. Someone had talked about that earlier of, of, uh, making money or something like farmers weren't supposed that was one of the things is one of the i asked um prior to this recording you know what is the dumbest thing that you have had someone be offended by that you thought shouldn't be offensive and that was there was a guy that came on that that basically said oh i wish i could look it up now um but he had he was speaking he was an he's an economic professor or whatever and uh he had said that farmers could make money um without actually farming or something and the one of the members of the audience was actually appalled and offended that he would um basically insinuate that farmers are out to make money oh, or God. something i'm out hello to that i'm out to make money yeah like he was just offended that someone would say too. that too i mean being a drug dealer is a lifestyle yeah true i think so <laughs> anyway i never dealt it I did smelt it, though. Like, he who dealt his... Did you get that? Colton's at the age now where I laugh when he farts and he thinks it's funny, too. So, I'm Okay, I'm going to warn you about that. I'm raising a terrible child. <laughs> my kids say... They laugh and go, ha, I just ripped. So, we were sitting in the children's museum class and Bristol did it. And I was just like... I didn't say anything. Oh, no. And oh. she turns around with this big smile. So when when my youngest when my youngest was little, I hugged him one time and he farted and I said I squeezed the legends out of you, and um, and we laughed and the next time we were somewhere and someone started to give him a hug and he said squeeze tighter you'll squeeze the legends out of me and I'm like no in slow motion like 
Oh no. <laughs> in this children's class, yeah. she turned around and just laughs and goes, Oh, I ripped. <laughs> All the da- the dads in the class just started laughing. I would. Oh my god. That's what I this morning, Colton, he chewed it, you know, and I go, Ah, you fought it. And he just started laughing and then I laughed because he was laughing and he's basically his mommy is a fifth grader. <laughs> Like, I am just... Maybe that's because I grew up with four brothers, but yeah. Chad always gives me crap that even if I'm not happy, I will still smile at potty humor. Oh, <laughs> I, I will too. But, and Chris Chris just cringes. Oh my God, that's so yeah. disgusting. I'm like, whatever. No! I told you guys when I had to edit out the fart noise from the podcast like two weeks ago, and I literally sat here for 20 minutes, like, well, tears streaming to down my cheeks. Was it Crystal pushing the chair to get something out of the cupboard? And I think so, <laughs> but it was like in the middle of our conversation, we're like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my god, that sounded like, you know, and I'm sitting here, tears, like, I was laughing. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, I bet that was Bristol. (laughs) I read it, I listened to, I kept listening because I had to isolate it, you know what I mean? So you have to, like, to move it out, you have to isolate it. And I almost left it, just because, but I was laughing so hard. But no, so this guy says, a few years back, I told a farm group that if they could profit from future speculation, then farming is optional. They can sell the farm tractors, everything. One audience member was very offended because I applied the only reason was that he farmed was for money. Which is like, why would that offend you? It is. I mean, I know you love farming, but you can sit in your tractor and make combine noises and not lose anything. You know what I mean? Like... I just was amazed by that. And that's what, there were a couple other ones. I had someone uh, who wanted to remain anonymous, but someone claimed, was upset because he had claimed Lexion didn't outperform a case combine. Like they were so mad, (laughs) which I don't even know if I said that right, because I am such a girl. I'm like, what? I don't know what I, but like, so it's pretty amazing sometimes what people can get up in arms about. I offend people because I always say guys. Um, like when I talk about market analysis and having conversations with my customers, I say guys, I tell my guys. And so I always have like this intro at any of my marketing meetings where I'm like, I will say guys, we are all guys. Like it's a gender. I know it's not a gender neutral term from like definition, but to me it is. But at the same time, I don't, um, I don't talk to a lot of women that are farmers. You know, like, that goes back to the whole conversation of what does your wife do, blah, blah, blah. Like, I had one woman that I talked to routinely that made all of the decisions of marketing on the farm. The rest might make decisions or kind of, like, be included in the decision making, but I still talk to their husband. So, yeah, I do talk to a lot of guys. Um, well, I, or would, dudes, I would be offended you know. if you called called me a lady or a woman. I hate those terms. I don't know why. Lady. I don't want to be called a lady. Someone called me a lady the other day, and I'm like, you must have a loose definition of that term. (laughs) (laughs) You're a lady. It was like Pearson from market to market. He wanted my opinion on something. And he's like, you're a lady. And I'm like, (laughs) have you heard my podcast? I would have to say that it's not true. Like, it's, I, you know, but... Um, so I just, I was cracking up because it's one of those things 
Uh, someone else was offended that the world has gone so crazy that I think in the event of a zombie zombie apocalypse, there will be zombie rights activists. activists. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. That cracked me up. It was um, funny, someone would probably be offended if they're not eaten by a zombie. Now, nobody wants to be eaten by a zombie, but if they're not chosen by a zombie, they'll be offended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would be. I don't know. I offended. I had someone get really, really mad at me. Um the i said that i don't believe in man-made climate change like they called me stupid you know oh, what i mean and they're like every scientist there's every scientist has you know there's a consensus by every scientist and i'm like what studies are you looking at did i miss something that you know like was i asleep did i have whole a whole another coma? podcast whole another podcast. it is but i mean like i'm just you know what i mean but the, to come at me and yeah. be all mad and say that i'm missing a consensus among all scientists or something and i'm like i there's plenty of meteorologists that i follow on twitter that don't subscribe to that mindset you know so it's just funny to me sometimes how you will how mad people will get over things that you're like wait what so, you know what I mean? Like, why are you mad about this? I don't understand. You mad online, bro? Like, that's my favorite thing. Um, Ben, oh, God, I can't even think of his last name now. He hasn't listened anyway because he's kind of a jerk. Um, <laughs> if he listened, that would be funny. We give each other shit because he's an Ohio State fan. Oh, um, yeah. But I don't Behind hold Ben, nothing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. And, uh, you know, I he always says that. You mad online, bro? You mad? And I laugh about that because, or he comes on like last week, he was complaining about a lack of food trucks or something. And he's like, I'm mad online. And so I always say that to Colton, like, you mad, bro? <laughs> when he gets mad about something, I'm like, you mad? You know, but I just, I don't understand. I, I don't know. It's funny to me because you can say things and you can think that it's the most harmless thing in the world and someone will just flip out. Or you can be Hobby Lobby and sell a cotton wreath and wreath and suddenly everyone thinks that, you know what I mean? Like It's ridiculous. I mean, you're you terrible. somehow promote slavery because you like think cotton is pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I think Which is gorgeous. That's what the thing on Facebook was, was that, do you know how many, and again, not to go into the racist thing, but lots of people grow cotton and Slaves just didn't pick cotton. So you're going to give up a lot of stuff if you're still, yeah, if you're, if, you know, you're still boycotting that kind of stuff, you've got a long list. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like the people that get angry about commercialism and type about it on Twitter with their iPhone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem if you want to bellyache about something like that that's cool but don't be a pawn of that same company you know like stand up for what you believe in like if you don't think deodorant's good then fine don't wear don't it wear but stay away from me stay away from me you shampoo soap and use deodorant regardless of who you are <laughs> no matter what no matter what. That goes back to the Amish conversation. But we are offended by offend smelly someone. people. Smelly. I, that is one thing. Like, if it's July and you can't smell that you smell. Like, how does someone not realize they smell like a giant vat of salsa? <laughs> like, 
Body odor is the most disgusting thing. And like surprise body odor is the worst. Like you're walking up and you're like, that person looks clean. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like Like, a brick wall. It's like a brick. You know, like and bad breath. I'm always so paranoid that I'm gonna have horrible breath somewhere. And so I like I talk, I'll cover like in public. Well, I don't, but people get close to me and I can smell their breath. I had a guy like a couple weeks ago at a meeting and I was like, okay, you need to step back three feet or eat this piece of gum because your breath smells like stale cigarettes. Like it was just, ugh, you know, and so then I'm nervous. I'm like, what if my breath stinks? Like, what if, you know, because my mom always used to be like, do you have garlic? Yeah, like seven days ago. Oh, I can smell it. You know, and I'm like, thanks for giving me a complex, mom. That Jeez. that offends me. If you don't recognize my personal space, I'm offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I also am. Don't hug me if I don't know you, please. That's weird. That's, you know, like, just don't. I don't know. I And I'm a germaphobe anyway. Like, as I get older, I'm worse. Like, when people want to shake my hand. And I'm oh, like, see, I'm not a drinker, but yeah, oh. I used to be a hugger in college, but that might have had to do with the drinking too. That was the alcohol. Yeah. That was, I was much more friendly well, then when I was. You were probably um, a leg humper too, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, some people might think I'll take that out. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of times in these conversations where it takes until I'm actually editing, where I'm like, oh. Should I take that out? Should I not? I don't know. But And then who gives a leave it in? <laughs> right? That's just it. So, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, I guess it always goes back down to, like, our original golden rule, right? Which is... Nope, me a douchebag. Yeah, think, so just because... I think the thing something- is, is that people are offended. It's, it's, part, of, it's part of being human, but hu- humid... I'm stuck on human. Human. It's, human. So people are offended. The humidity getting to you, Jen? It is. Right. You know, is people brain melted? are offended. Everyone gets offended. It's part of being human. But, you know, there's no need to take it out in public. Find your little safe space. Unfortunately for Chris Campbell, my safe space is Chris Campbell bitching to him. But, you know, I mean, you don't have to, like, take it on the road, so to speak. It doesn't have to be a whole show. You well, just, I think part of the problem is, on social media at least, you see 140 characters and you don't necessarily know the tone. Yeah. And know? some and of it is like, that, yeah. Listen, but my favorite is... Oh, oh, wait. Oh, you didn't mean that? Sorry. Yeah, I can always tell when I have a new follower because they're offended by something I've said. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I can always... Where they're like, well, that's stupid that you would say that. And I'm like, you must be new here. Hi. <laughs> Welcome um, to the show. <laughs> Let me explain to you, if you have to ask yourself, is there a way she could possibly be sarcastic? Is she being sarcastic? I probably am being sarcastic. Like, or my thing is, is it's social media. You don't like what I have to say? Don't follow me. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to read every single tweet. Yeah. I'm not your mommy's or like your oh grandfather's. Oh my God, this isn't homework. <laughs> You're not getting graded. Right. That's why. There's a couple just months go. ago after the, you know, whole debacle this summer that I don't even want to talk about. <clears throat> um, one of the company reps said something on Twitter and I bit, you know, just went after him. And then I was like, 
okay, I need to breathe, and I deleted the tweet, and I sent him, I sent him, I sent him another tweet and said, yeah, I deleted that tweet, that was a total bitch on my, move on my part, but man, I saw who you worked for, and I just had rage, <laughs> and he kind of laughed, he goes, I was gonna say, you know, and I'm like, no, that was my fault, I shouldn't have done that, I apologize, I mean, he was a good sport about it, but I was just like, wow, you know, sometimes... It's just and, something I've done. And another thing like that, things happen. You see something, you react to it, and then, you know, like you you erase that tweet because you realized, okay, wait a minute, I've got to read I need a seven-second delay on my tweeting, yes. Yes. Right? I need someone to, I need, like, Donald Trump needs it, where, are you sure you want to send this tweet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you sure you want to? He, of course, would always be like, well, hell yeah, I do, because I, you know, like, he reminds me so much of my boss. My boss, you think I'm unapologetic? Meet my boss. Like he is, and I love that I work for someone who's totally like, well, did you think that? Do you stand by your opinion? Yep. Well, fine. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Then I support your opinion. You know what I mean? Unless we have an argument about something. And, and, but. I, and I think that's the whole thing. I mean, uh, tweets are opinion. So, I mean, you don't, you're not getting graded on it. You don't have to read every single tweet. You don't have to respond. You don't have to agree with every single tweet or Facebook post or whatever. But my God, sometimes, you know, you need to censor yourself a little bit. Well, just Let's scroll up and not everyone is worth yeah. getting upset over. That's true. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Which or, is so funny because it's such a catch-22 because we spent so much time in this podcast being like... So-and-so said this, and it was such BS. And then now we're like, well, you just ignore it, right? <laughs> or you find, and, or you you find know, a good group DM and bitch. Yeah, and that's why, you know, um, and from an overall standpoint, though, I think we as Americans and just people in general need to realize, like, we have different, like, we have been created by whatever, you know, like, whoever or whatever you believe in from a, you know, like it's a bang bang or it's a both or it's a this or it's a that. You know what I mean? Like everyone, no one knows for sure about just about anything. So like, just go with it. Like let other people have opinions. Just don't be whiny on line and st- like, it's just, ugh, I can't deal. Like, it can with be people time that are- consuming to be offended by everything. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, how people can always spend so much time. Or the people that write, like, 7,000-word essays on what's offended them on Facebook. Yeah. How? Yeah. How? Well, like, I, there's certain moms on there sometimes that I see that I'm just like, you, could you be just spent all cupcake. of this time. Yeah. You just spent all of this time writing out how you don't have any time. Yeah. <laughs> you could be eating a cupcake <laughs> and hugging your kid. Yeah, or a kitten. Or maybe you should get a journal and just not bother the rest of us with your bullshit. Right. That's a good idea. We need need bitch journals. We need to offer bitch journals for I have one. It's Twitter. Girls talk egg bitch journals. Right? Mine's Twitter. So here you go. You don't like it? Here you go. But no, and I mean, it's so funny to me because I have seen people get so butthurt too. You know, there was the whole weatherman debacle this summer of people blocking people and everyone getting all mad. And, you know, I've had a a certain someone that I consider, I always thought we were like, cool. I thought we were buddies. You know what I mean? Like, we never met in person, but I was always like, yeah, I know him. I like him. He's cool. And like, 
picked at me for quite some time. And I was like, I don't know why you're so mad at me. And and finally we get to the end and I was like making a joke about him picking on me. And he's like, well, you're not near as thin skinned as all of these other people. And I'm like, I'm not because we're on the Internet for one, you know, and for two, like everyone has a right to their opinion. If you think I'm wrong, then that's fine. You, of course, are wrong by thinking that I'm wrong. But, <laughs> but. you know, it's cool. I'm not going to hold it against you because I think you're cool and I respect that you have your own opinions about things. You know what I mean? Like that's, I have very rarely blocked anyone on social media unless they're like personal attack or just stupid. Like I've had well, some people. Know, a lot of your 12,000 followers are porn bots and you didn't block any of them. So. Right? They're all porn bots. <laughs> I can always tell the porn bots when they like my tweet about the SX, which is November soybeans. <laughs> SX. They're is November soybeans. Yeah, so I can always tell that it's like Pornbot that came on and just thought I was talking about something totally different. So, which I am still a 12-year-old. When I put uh, November soybeans into my, like, trading platform, you have to put Z-S-E-X because it's electronic. So, soybeans electronic November, which is X. And so I'm always like, (laughs) sex. (laughs) We were talking earlier about, you know, does your tweet offend people? I'm like, I always have to reread mine to make sure there is no innuendos in it that someone's going (laughs) to, you know, interpret wrong. Okay, plow wife. Yeah, plow wife. Yeah. That's what, is this a good time to say that we were going to call this podcast Getting Plowed until we decided that it would probably be taken the wrong way? Right, we were. We thought Jen would have too many solicitations, yeah. That's just it. We were a little nervous about what was going to come from that. So um, I think we've thoroughly complained enough. Um, have we been maybe. offended enough? Have I we think so. We're offended. <laughs> and we have, we, yeah. yeah, we need to be offended and we need to offend others. In order to be successful, right. do you feel offended? Show me on this doll where our podcast touched you because we don't care, really. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, I don't, do you guys have anything else you want to add? Did we miss any conversation that if, we if wanted to talk about? If I had something to add, we should leave it out so that I'm offended. Right? Just leave it, let her be mad. Right, I'm going to sit be, here cross I should be secretly off. mad and subtweet you later. I'm totally going to hug Angie when I meet her and uh, sit on Jen's lap. Right. There you go. (laughs) All things that I'm going to be like, oh, don't touch me. I have a bubble. Like, if I can put my arms out and spin around and touch you, you are in my (laughs) bubble. Like, I am just one of those people. Like, I really can't. I have such a hard time. And that... And I don't, I feel bad saying that because there are certain people where I'm like, oh, hey, you know, nice to meet you. I'm a total hugger. I'll hug anybody. I'm cool. Yeah. I mean, there's certain people that I'm okay with, but then like there's others where I'm just like, no, nope, that's just weird. Um, Please don't. But so now there's like a whole group of listeners that'll be like, oh, I'm going to hug Angie the next time I see her. (laughs) Angie, the other day I walked in the house and the steward seeds rep was here and I know her and I've hugged her before so I hugged her and then we got ready to leave she got ready to leave and I hugged her again I'm like pretty sure that seed rep thinks I'm pretty weird <laughs> she thinks you're hot for I know right hot for seed rep that's uh Jen yeah I uh I will never lean forward to hug anyone like I barely hug Carl sometimes I'm just <laughs> like oh I was busy I like it I like I, I like totally about to me, say but... something offensive and I stop myself 
job. Don't We're getting better people. at this. That's we're growing up, you guys. We're growing up together. Before your very like, eyes. I tell you what, this pretty soon we're gonna be adults and then you're gonna be sad. Yeah. Listeners. That some won't, you know, the one guy. They're a little naughty. I still love that. I will forever. <laughs> and I like him. Like he's so cool. Like we're so a funny lot to me. naughty. Because, yeah, like, I wouldn't necessarily say he's our target audience. So it's always fun when I know that people who aren't our target audience actually are listening. Who is our target audience? I was getting ready to say, aren't the three of us our target audience? Basically, yeah, we're best. Like, that's, I don't even know. Like, who was it? Mike, uh, how do you say his last name? He's such a good listener. He always comments, and we just love him. Uh, Zwingman. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where he said it the other day. Listen to us, yeah. I know. That's what, and we do. Like, I can't remember what he said. Um, oh, about us being prepared with Chris when he had yeah. his notebook out. <laughs> and he got done. He's like, before I think I'm prepared. And after a while, that was really random. I wasn't prepared. And Mike's <laughs> like, there's there's no way to prepare. And I'm like, I think he just called us a mess. <laughs> and he's like, I think he covered it up. And he's like, no, I, I meant you're unpredictable. And I was like, yeah. Good guy, you know what you're talking about here. <laughs> you know how to kiss. You know ass. how to dig yourself out yeah. of a hole. So good job. But um, yeah, I guess on that note, since we've offended everyone and and we have been offended and and been able to get out what's bothered us, we'll wrap it up. Um, right? Are you guys good with that idea? Yeah, yeah I'm good. All right. So on that note, as I've said three times already, we're going to call her a day. Uh, We always appreciate you guys listening. Send us any feedback that you have. What offends you? As long as it isn't about this podcast, because if that's the case, we're going to ask you to file it in the circular file over in the corner, otherwise known as the trash can. (laughs) So, um, all right. Well, we'll call her a day. We will be back next week at some point, of course, because we always come back. Don't worry. That's what I always tell my dog. Or like the bad rash my, that won't go away. Yeah, a bad rash. Back to that herpes <laughs> diagnosis. So have a great week, guys. Harvest safely, please. Uh, take your time. Uh, be smart. Do good things. Um, treat others as you want to. Don't be a douchebag. Eat dairy. Uh, eat beef. Uh, eat dairy. Eat beef and cor- pork and poultry and all that other stuff. Always drink your Ovaltine. That good thing. So we'll talk to you later. Thanks.